Hey guys, this is Jesse, and you're listening to another episode of New Player is Joined, a podcast about the video games that people love and why they love them. Today, oh man, we've got a lot of ground to cover. Guys, we sat down with Josh Ball from Loot Crate, a company who, if you've listened to our show, you probably know that we love. And we got to talk about one of the, like, original RPGs. I mean, one of the RPGs that started a lot of people off on their love affair with the genre. We're talking about Secret of Mana. And Josh has some great stories about this game. Uh, We go real in-depth with a lot of the emotion behind it, a lot of the mechanics behind it. It's a deep dive today, and we love this episode. We hope you do, too. Also, want to remind you guys that Keith and I are going to be in Austin starting, geez, tomorrow. Uh, This Wednesday through Sunday, we're going to be in Austin for the ATX Television Festival. So if anybody's in Austin, wants to hang, uh, please hit us up. Tell us where we should eat. Tell us where we should go. We're pumped to do some uh, on-site recordings. Like I said, there's a lot to cover, so let's just get right into it. This is New Players Joined. So the video games have always been very like, you know, instrumental in my life. Uh, as a 30 year old now, I actually was just having a conversation with my mother. Hi, mom. The other day about how I played too much video games. Uh, but uh, I, uh, I learned to read my mom. I remember sitting with my Super Nintendo back in the day. Um, playing games that I was probably too young to play. Mm-hmm. And I was playing Ocarina of Time. And I had no idea what was going on because yeah. I don't know what words are right. at that point. Um, but between, you know, playing with my dad and then playing with my mom, they kind of walked me through, like, what everybody was saying. I will never forget. I remember you walk down, you're in the dungeon, and your uncle gives you the sword and the shield for the first time. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. And it's like that was such a a polarizing moment for me, not only growing up, but just as kind of a... You know, somebody growing up with video games, yeah. sitting and having that bonding moment with family, learning to read, you know, reading these words off of the screen was uh-huh. kind of a, a crazy moment. And then, you know, the rest is history. I've been playing video games ever since. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. It, it's Ocarina of Time. Oh, no. Uh, Link to the Past. There it is. Link to the Past. There it is. I was yeah. like, you didn't know how to read when you were 12? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing the math in my head. We were like, we can't, like... we can't mock him for this, but <laughs> yeah. we do need to clear this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make no. sure it's clear. No, no. Link... <laughs> sorry, sorry. Man, see, I'm such a... So many emails are coming to you right yeah, now. Yeah, such Hate a... emails are flowing. Pro gamer. Hate uh, mails are flowing. I learned to read playing Breath of the Wild. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just last week, I learned to read, guys. Yeah. But no, yeah, Link to the Past. And I still maintain that Link to the Past is my favorite Zelda game. Yeah, really? and I, I get I, people give me shit for that because no. uh, I have a lot of uh, Ocarina of Time fans and mm-hmm. I have a lot of uh, a couple of people that are Majora's Mask is their favorite, <gasps> which is really that's just completely fucking wrong. Wait, but like the <laughs> fact that you chose a game that you're like this is my favorite game, you chose a Zelda game. People give you shit for that. No, no, no. Z- the uh, best Zelda game. That's is the best to the past. Zelda game. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, my favorite game of all time is Chrono Trigger. Right. Oh wow! Yeah, I. I I love the old school stuff, man. Yeah. The the Super Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, in my opinion, is the greatest console ever made. It's the best like gaming generation. Um, the I think of the my top ten games that I pick from, like seven or eight of them typically come from from Super Nintendo. Oh yeah. wow! It is a it's a console that I missed out on. I was a Sega Genesis kid. Same. And the Sega Genesis is is good. I like the Sega Genesis, but I've always known that like. 
I I have a history of making the incorrect choice when it comes to consoles, <laughs> and that was the big starting point of like I really should have asked for Super Nintendo. And I talk about this a lot that I still think Nintendo is like the greatest game company. Yeah, ever. in my opinion, like yeah, ever. Absolutely. In my opinion, like anybody could negate it, what have you. As a person who's only played PlayStation and Xbox and all these first-person shooters, mm-hmm. Nintendo is just like far and away the greatest company. I think they're phenomenal. You know, you 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 look at games made now. Um, yeah, there was a. That reminds me of a, of a tweet that I saw. I think it was, and somebody was throwing shade at From Software uh-huh. um, about you know Zelda inspirations. Like, oh, this is, feels like a like a grittier Zelda game. And From Software was very openly like, no, we are standing on the shoulders of giants. Yeah, like, yeah. The things that Nintendo did. Yeah. with with Mario, with Zelda, with whomever, like. Games are the way they are because of Nintendo. Absolutely. They might not they might not be blowing the doors off of us with, you know, yearly Call of Duty games or these yeah. really like, you know, the Fortnites and stuff. Those aren't coming from Nintendo, but yeah. we have those games because of what Nintendo did. Absolutely. If you're a game developer and you don't recognize that, like that's just Incorrect. Yeah, I, I worked at Best Buy at the height of uh, Xbox 360s mm-hmm. monuments. Everyone's had a 360, and everybody would buy one, and it was 50 percent chance that Xbox would break and get the mm-hmm. red ring of death, mm-hmm. what have you. When I worked there, I swear to God, everybody bought a Wii and needed to play the like. They'd go in and yeah, mess yeah. around the Wii because it was the first time they had the motion controllers and they yeah. were bowling or doing anything like that. They're like, wow, like. I don't want to play Call of Duty again. I want to do that. Like, this mm-hmm. is fun to me. It's like yeah. more games came out like that. And it just really showed, like, Nintendo's like, we don't need to be like everybody else. Oh, we yeah. don't have to do that. We they are just, innovators. We yeah. are innovators. We want to do something original and fun and something we can connect with children. Every time I see a photo of Miyamoto playing with kids, just playing a Mario game, and they're mm-hmm. all smiling, it's like, yes, he yeah, gets it. this is it. Yes, absolutely. It. And again, that, that resonates so much with me being somebody that – leaned very heavily on Nintendo products growing up as yeah. like uh you know a medium with which for me to use my imagination yeah like after I played those games my mom would always give me a hard time because I would go out and I would unscrew the top of a broom off of a broom handle and go into the woods and just fight fight fake monsters like I was <laughs> Like I was doing many I, squirrels. I, some guy <laughs> drove by was like, that kid is high. Yeah, yeah. That eight-year-old <laughs> is on tripping. Man. He's going crazy. Bath salts. Don't do them. Nintendo, Re- do do them. Legitimately, though, like I think about that as a, you know, looking back on that now, that had to have been just really weird. People driving up and down my road. <laughs> You know, I have like a sheet wrapped around my neck, like sure, a cape, sure. yep. and I'm just swinging wildly a broom handle at trees. The most normal thing in Alaska. The most normal, normal thing, thing in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Yes, <laughs> I hope significantly more weird shit happens when you grow up in Alaska than you know an eight year old swinging a broom handle in the woods. I guarantee the stories in Alaska are weirder. It's just it's too far away for the stories to make it all the way over to like America or yeah. like the rest of the country. Right, we. You know, we Alaskans tend to keep our wild shit kind of under wraps. <laughs> Alaska's a weird place. <laughs> I mean, e- e- you know, it's, it's still not even a million people live in Alaska. Yeah. And so, but just the the per capita, like, weird shit that happens is just through the roof. I, I my favorite thing is uh, watching the reality TV, sh- not reality, the cop shows that take place in Alaska, because it's like one cop and he's in charge of 300 miles. Yeah. yeah. And like it's one person. <laughs> yeah. Like it's crazy. He just wakes up every day like, I hope I don't die today. Yeah. Talking about other crazy adventures. Ooh. Talking about other, you guys like that segue? Hey Ooh. guys. You like that segue? Welcome to New Players Joined, a podcast about the video games that people love and, and why they love them. them. Nice. That unison was, yeah, it was good. that happened. Good. That, happened. Uh, that was really 
That was really nice. Thanks. 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 That was yeah. like Thank you. music Takes to my ear. A lot of practice. <laughs> Guys, we're joined by a very special guest in studio today. He is the communications manager over at Loot Crate. Mr. Manager. Mr. Manager. Mm-hmm. You can catch uh, him on their Tuesday live streams from Loot Crate and on their Friday uh, gaming news segment, Looter News. That's right. That's right. We're joined by the very wonderful... Mr. Josh Ball. Josh! Oh, thank you so much for being here, man. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank that, you it's so a much. pleasure. Very wonderful might be the nicest thing that anybody has said to me. Not just wonderful, very wonderful. Oof. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh Doubling like down on the wonderful. Yeah. Doubling down. You're, you're uh, like setting some high expectations. Yeah. Uh, the man who will one day cure cancer with video games, Mr. Josh Ball. Oh, man. Josh, have you, you been have the one sending us gifts randomly? Have I? Yeah, you're the one who sends us all these are, wonderful are the, Loot Crate gifts. Are you the, the one that does it? That I'm wearing this uh, this this Zelda wristband right now. If it's not me, it's going to be the incredible uh, Andrea Carter. Yes, she oh, Andrea. Yes, stuff as well. Yes. Um, so between her and I, um, yeah, that's where you've gotten some of the uh, the the various uh, Loot Crate swag. Uh, boxes in the past. That is correct. It's been working out. That's it's been working out well for and us. Josh, what game are we talking about today? Uh, we're talking about uh, one of my favorite games. It's my third favorite game. Third, of fa- all third time. favorite. Third favorite. Third favorite. Secret of Mana. Yes. There yes. we go. Okay, wait. Are we talking about the old one? Or are we talking about the remake? Oh, today? the old one. Old one, we're right? Old. Are we we're talking about old one. Did you play the remake? You got to play both. You got to talk both. Of them. We'll talk about both of them. I have my feelings about the remake. There but it is. It's always about the OG. Like yep. when it comes yeah. to games like this. So. Uh, the original Secret of Mana is, it's a masterpiece in my yes. mind. It's phenomenal. Yes. Um, and I, I can go more into it if you'd like, but I nope, feel that's like- that's the whole show. Thanks Goodbye, everybody. everybody. The new player is John. Go by Luke <laughs> uh, the, the remake for Secret of Mana, I felt, was very unexpected, mm-hmm. and I also felt was- Superfluous. I don't think it was an. I don't think it was a necessary remake because when I think about a remake of a game or a movie or whatever, uh, in my mind, it's because the original had things that you can improve upon. Yeah, expand right. on it. Um, yeah. And really, that you know, they changed kind of like the art style graphically. Obviously, it was different, but at the end of the day, like mechanically, gameplay, the way that it looked, how it felt, it didn't improve on the original in my in my mind. In my ah, opinion. so it's so I looked at him from side to side because we had a friend that we know in. LA who constantly is like he's obsessed with Secret of Man and yeah. he bought the remake and was like I hate it he just yeah. kept saying how much he hated it and I didn't understand why I was like it's, it's, isn't the secret like isn't that what you love is your childhood or whatever mm-hmm. and then I saw him side to side and I was like oh why did this happen like exactly. that's yes. where my brain I was like why did this this is unnecessary mm-hmm. and then the graphics aren't even enough for me to be like no. wow this was totally necessary it's just like I rather just play the old yeah. one hundred percent one hundred percent you know and one of the th- I'm a big uh, uh, I'm a big fan of the soundtrack the audio quality yeah. of games the fact that they even included like you can listen to our new soundtrack but if you want the original soundtrack you can just flip that on in the settings yeah. and in my mind I was like I'm just gonna. Go- I'm going to go get my Super Nintendo and like... (laughs) Just do the old game. (laughs) Like, uh, just blow the cartridge out real quick and throw that son of a bitch in there and play the real game. Because when I think about a a remake like that, that I think is really, really effective, I look at a game like Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. I've talked about the remake uh, for Final Fantasy VII a lot with my friends and on... Decades. Yeah, literally (laughs) literally years. It's never coming out. It's never coming out. I, I hope that E3 proves you wrong. I hope they do, but I have no faith I hope it's great, but yeah, I don't have any faith. I... Because I want, I just want it desperately to be good. Because let me yeah. tell you what is hard to play right now. What the original Final Fantasy VII? Oh, okay, get Jesse. Get Jesse. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get at him. I replay that game once a year. Jesse, here's the thing. I replay it as well. That game is terrible to play now. 
not. It has nothing to do with the story. Obviously, the story is still okay. good. Okay. It's like I watch a world leader slap another world leader. Okay, here, here's the thing, and I say this with the, uh, the most, uh, the utmost respect. Mm-hmm. Get your hands up. Get, get your hands up. Get your hands fuck up. Get out of my studio. <laughs> Why is it bad? Please it's tell just, us. It's just—it's so archaic. Like the controls, it's so clunky. It's there's like nine polygons there's on the screen. So many oh, broken iPhones polygons. right now. So many iPhones there's have been so thrown many. against the wall right now. It looks. It looks awful. It like does. I, I love it. It is one of my favorite games. It is one of the best games ever made. But it has not aged well. Here is a here's a critique that I agree with, mm-hmm. which is if you bring anybody who doesn't play video games and you sit them down and play FF Seven, they will be like, "What the fuck is yes, this? It looks bizarre." One hundred percent. If I'm like, listen, like I have a one year old, and I'm yeah. thinking about like when she gets a little bit older, I'm gonna be like, Emily, look at this game. It's awesome. This game like really was a uh, an important part of my childhood, and she's gonna be like, Dad, this game looks like shit. Or maybe your kid will be like way cooler, and she'll be like, "I see past the limitations of the technology <laughs> know, of this era, and Jesse's I realize that the story cool. <laughs> is 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 incredible, and the characters are wonderful, and maybe you know, maybe graphics aren't all video games are." I'm not disagreeing with any of that, but like. It's a it's a hard it really is. Kind I don't know. I totally no, get you're what you're t- I think I about totally we, we talk about Ocarina of Time and those games came about mm-hmm, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Ocarina stands the test. It still looks good for a game that came out like 20 years ago. It but it's still pretty hard to play. It's like hard it's to, clunky. There's but, some archaic sort of like controls and it, but I I feel but like, like going from a fire temple to like the spirit temple and doing all those things and having like a giant world or what have you, not have them all be kind of triangly like yeah. FF7 was. So at least you can see the detail and things because it hasn't aged as poorly as, let's say, GoldenEye. Like GoldenEye <laughs> looks terrible now, but at least Zelda's somewhat playable. Yeah, I, I, I can get behind that. I, yeah. I feel similarly. It's not the same, but I feel similarly about Ocarina as I do about Final Fantasy VII because I, I want to go back and play it more, but yeah. it's just. I guess I'm one of those gamers that is is sort of spoiled by the way games yeah. look and feel yeah, now. That it makes it a little bit harder. But with with that being said, when you go back and you put Chrono Trigger or you put Secret of Mana into your Super Nintendo, it still plays phenomenally well. Yeah, the art styles a- aged so well because it's this like beautiful yeah. hand drawn art style. Like I could play Chrono Trigger right now and feel the exact same sort of enjoyment and um, connection and interactivity yeah. that I did when it first came out. Because it's not pixelated. They aren't going yeah. over 3D or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. They just knew what their art form was. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. And I was going to say, that's why you know I, I would love to see a remake of Final Fantasy VI as much as mm-hmm. I would like to see a remake of VII. Well, that's like the re- that's like the low-key, like, true FF fans. Like It's like, no, you really like six. Like, six is really considered the best one. They're, guys, they're all great they're in that all- era. <laughs> and then 13 and 15 can go fuck right off. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, I have strong feelings about uh, everything. Ten was decent. Uh, you are making an enemy out go. of Jesse. FF Seven, FF Ten are like Jesse's absolute favorite games. Oh, it's it's okay to be wrong sometimes, Jesse. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna enjoy our game snake. <laughs> oh man, oh man, let's, oh man. Let's jump back into uh, Secret of Mana. Yes, and I I've always said Secret of Mana. I I have this debate in my head back and forth of what's the correct pronunciation. I can never get it right, but. Walk us through your first experience with this game. Man, I uh, I didn't even I didn't own the game myself when I first played it. There was a very small um, uh, 
video game movie rental place in my hometown called Home Video. Okay. I love it. Very original. Um, and it was one of those like really kind of like seedy, creepy video stores where yep. as a kid, like I was just like, oh, look at all the videos and, and games on the walls. But then as I got older, I realized there was like a top row of movies that like, you know, a seven year old shouldn't be uh, right. grabbing or, or watching. It was that kind of a video store. But I saw Secret of Mana and... Up on that top row. Yeah, just up on that top row. <laughs> I, I saw Secret of Mana. I asked my mom if I could rent it. And of course, like she she was very wary. She was still wary of video games, even though she knew it was kind of important. And she was like a cool bonding experience that, you know, the two of us had. But she rented it for me and I put it in uh, and I just, I fell in love with it. Like yeah. instantly, like the, the intro music, that like haunting sort of piano yeah, music yeah. and like the weird whale sounds. I still to this Which day. Which took up most of the memory oh, on that yeah. disc. It's like 80% the yeah. was the intro music. <laughs> um, it was just, it like, I was moved. It's yeah. cheesy and as trite as that might sound. I don't like, think that's either of those things. Um, I think that's just real. Also, just from looking at the cover of the game, you're like, this is drastically beautiful. Yeah. Compared to everything else that I'm looking at right now. Like, it, it really was, you know, because I was, I had, I, I, you know, I had played some Sega Genesis games that I'd already, obviously I'd already played uh, A Link to the Past at that point, but there was just something different about this one. Yeah, because in Road Rash, you're hitting somebody in the head with a chain, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, Secret yeah. of Mana's like this beautiful right. world. Al- altered Beast, I'm like yeah. slashing people as this weird <laughs> werewolf thing, and then all of a sudden I'm like fighting against, you know, an evil empire in this yeah. crazy magical world. Uh, and I and I just fell in love with it. It was it was and as a kid, I mean that game's pretty fucking hard. Like yeah. it's not like your typical turn based RPG no. where there's a little there's some room for error. It was like I'm you know, the the way the weapon system worked and when I first started playing it, those rabbites at the beginning were just yep. kicking my ass because I was just trying to swing over and over yeah. again instead of like letting my weapon recharge or whatever. But it was it was awesome. And it was really the first time that I had this um, really cool level of fulfillment because it was the first game to my knowledge that I beat by myself completely. Oh, okay. I didn't play it with with my parents. Yeah. They didn't help me read it. Um, and I, I like devoured it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, there's two things that stand out in my mind the first time uh, I played Secret of Mana and I would always get really excited and I would go into the other room and I would tell my mom about all this shit that she gave no fucks about right like oh my god mom I was fighting this like this lion thing and there was this witch and I used my electrical powers and she's like that's great um, <laughs> but she got such a kick out of there's an item that you yeah. use to replenish your magical power mm-hmm. and it's called a fairy walnut yeah and for some reason, she thought that was hilarious. <laughs> As a kid, I'm like, oh, and then I used the fairy walnut. And she goes, wait, what? Yep. Yeah, Do like, what now? Yeah. Uh, so the fairy walnut replenishing your MP. My mom and I, to this day, joke about fairy walnuts. Well, can we talk about the names in the game? Because the names in the game are hilarious. Like, the names of the towns. and like, Oh, yeah. Very, like, oh, yeah. This is before there was, like, Final Fantasy or any mm-hmm. of these games. So it was, like, everything was generic mm-hmm. as possible. Yeah, this was the, the jumping. This is the Citizen Kane for a lot of games. <laughs> yeah, it very, it very <laughs> much was. Yes. Where if you play it, you're like, I've already seen better versions of this. It's like, yeah, because they were inspired by this. Yep. But, yes, there it, it is the kind of place where it feels like you're stumbling into Town Village. Yeah. And yeah. City place. North town. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> North, yeah. Uh, it, it was very clear that the much of the creative juices were not spent on naming the towns or, like, the healing items being yeah. candy yeah. and yeah. 
chocolate. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I always thought was really funny as a kid. I, I remember having that moment, uh, even as a kid, thinking like, this is sending a weird message yeah. that I'm yeah. eating. I'm shoving chocolate <laughs> into my fat fucking face to heal myself oh, against have, the, these monsters. Have you taken damage from an enemy? Perhaps you need some candy yes. from a stranger yeah. in a van. I'm going to, yeah, there's this weird mushroom man yeah. <laughs> that's going to sell me some candy. Yep. Uh, yeah, this yeah, I, I feel like they uh, they dumped a lot of their creative energy into other places. Yeah, um, like the the various like elements. Uh, what's this? <laughs> R- what does what makes this RPG stand out from the other ones? Um, Is it, it just because you play at the time it has such connection with you? Oh man, I, there, there's a lot actually. There's a lot. It was um, it was where I was playing it at the time. Like there would there had been nothing like it. Yeah. Um, from like. Any kind of media that I had consumed, there was yeah. nothing that felt this kind of like involving, um, and it was just so damn fun to play. But one of the, the one of the big things that stood out to me, and still in my mind, is so fucking cool was that was. I want to say, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, that's got to be one of the first, like, true couch co-op games ever made. Yes, yes, yes. Like, well, this is a thing that people forget about this because it's an RPG, but if you had two other friends, they mm-hmm. could play the two other characters who yeah. aren't the, quote, hero. And forget this, at the, the beginning of the game, the characters aren't named mm-hmm. in the earliest version, so it's the hero, the girl, and the sprite. Correct, so correct. We, first player could play as the hero and then second and third as the mm-hmm. girl and the sprite and you could have a real time battle yeah oh yeah the to play with two friends you had to have the multi-tap like yeah. attachment but if it was just you and a buddy thrown down which my best friend at the time kevin day um oh, shout out kevin shout, shout out, out to kevin day Big old name drop holla at me uh uh <laughs> We played through the whole damn game together, and this was oh, that's awesome. That that's was cool, but it was the second time that I had played through it. Yeah. I had already completed it by myself, and I told my friend about it, and I was like, "Dude, you can I, you bring your Super Nintendo controller, and we'll play it together." Yeah, you say it like um, secret, dude. Come yeah, here, fucking dude, come here. Just behind the bleachers, come over. Uh, <laughs> behind, dude. We're gonna dress in capes. We're gonna have a broom with no head on it. It's gonna be the fucking best. You joke. <laughs> we fucking did Hell all. Hell yeah, that. man. Um, but yeah, playing through that entire game with a friend was cr- incredible. And to this day, I derive a lot more enjoyment a lot of the time out of games that I'm able to enjoy with somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's harder, especially as I've gotten older, it's harder for me to really dive headfirst into completely single-player games. Like, I love Witcher 3. Yeah. That game took me literal years to beat. Yeah. Because I was always like, I'm going to go play Destiny with my friends, or I'm going to play World of Warcraft with my friends. I'm I'm right there with you. And every time I jump back in, I have to start over because I don't don't remember where I was. I don't remember what's going on. But you had a game like Secret of Mana that had, um, obviously not the same scope as some of the RPGs that we see today, but you had a game that you could do the entire experience. You could just go through the entire game with somebody else playing at the same time. And Final Fantasy Six, which was Final Fantasy Three at the time, had like a co-op, but it was only in the battles. Yeah, it yeah. and it was super shitty in comparison. Because then I tried to play that later because my friend Kevin was like, "Oh, you can play Final Fantasy Three co-op." Same thing. Same thing. And I was thing. like, "This is hot garbage. Like, this yeah. is nothing like that. Yeah. Really interactive 
um, at, far more active game yeah. than yeah. Secret of Mana was. You feel like you're actually fighting these monsters yeah. with your friend as opposed to taking turns pressing mm-hmm. buttons with your friend. And there's also JRPGs was a time when it was pure RPGs mm-hmm. where yeah. now everything is kind of an, like everything's kind of an RPG now. Yeah. You just yeah, add yeah. experience or create. It's like, you have an RPG now. Oh, right. man, first person shooters that are RPGs piss me yeah, off. So now we're to a point where it's like everything's an RPG. It's like back in the 90s, early 2000s, like it's straight up an adventure. Like mm-hmm. you're going on an adventure. Yeah to meet other people and it's an amazing story and we all got to experience that as kids and Secret of Mana was really one of those first games that incorporated the action element too mm-hmm. like yeah. it was you know you had games like Final Fantasy or like the Wizardry series that were more like the dungeon crawlery yeah. Yeah. RPGs that were all still very turn based or text based but Secret of Mana was the game that it's like it's all happening real time yeah. very exploratory in that way yeah. yeah and it was just it was a lot more fun to play it was more active to play and like I said one of the biggest things that stands out is the ability to play it with a friend. Yeah. yeah. Like, I have a uh, shout out to Justin Smith, my boy. Another name uh, drop. Big he, old name dropper. He and I still, to this day, when we get back together, will pop in a game like Secret of Mana and do, we call them Final Fantasy Nights. Nice. Where we will try and over the course of a night or over the course of a weekend beat an entire, like, old school RPG game. Nice. That's so um, much fun, dude. Super fun. But <laughs> Secret awesome. of Mana is like the perfect game to do that with. That's because, awesome. You know, you play the whole game with somebody, which is That's pretty fantastic. cool. How much uh, how much of an impact did the story have on you when you first played it? I'll be real with you. When I first played it, I had no fucking idea what was yeah. going on. I was just like, oh, there's cool shit. And then at the end, you're like, oh, I'm fighting this weird, like, Falcor dragon. And then it just, <laughs> like, I didn't know. Like, it was so, th- that story is heavy. It yeah. is Like, heavy. that story really, like, it fucks you up. Let's make places. a kid's game. Right. <laughs> a, but it's like, you know what kids love? When their parents die. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, so playing, when I first played through it, it was like, I was fighting the things and I was getting the stuff. Yep. And I had my sword and I had my magic and I just did the thing and I didn't really put it together. It, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't until I played through it again, like in my teen years, where I'm getting to these moments where I'm like, holy fuck, like what in what is going this is a yeah. game that I played when I was like eight years old yeah. and I had no idea. Like it's heavy. It like does. there are some very mature themes I'm, in that game. I'm just saying if you're a child and you want to be a superhero, your parents have to be dead. They I have, mean, they to, have be. to be dead. Sorry, go look at every other superhero yeah. and tell me if they have parents. I mean, listen, I get Bruce Wayne, you're sad and all, but imagine being like a billionaire and just being like, But I'm bored. Because that's what it would have been if you had parents. <laughs> you wouldn't have done jujitsu. Uh there- <laughs> <laughs> this this game has uh, an incredibly famous and heartbreaking moment uh, in which the protagonist learns who his mother is only to see her die, mm-hmm. like in the same exact moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know that anybody uh, has. It sounds created... like Nino Cooney too, or it, Nino Cooney. It feels it has a little bit of similarities to Nino Cooney. You do feed candy to things to heal them, mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Recurring that, theme, yeah. but that that moment is like is such. It, it's a heartbreaking one, and it's etched into the minds of an entire generation of RPG players. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if any other RPGs have come up with a way to uh, to make that kind of an impact that like that fluidly in a game since. Yeah, I. Uh... There was, you know, the tones of kind of like loss and agony and pain and sacrifice. Like, I don't know if I've seen very many games that are able to kind of like encapsulate that the way that Secret of Mana did. Actually, one game that I had 
some similar emotional impact to, and uh, I think you'll appreciate this one, was the relationship between uh, Titus. I don't call him Titus. Neither do. It's Titus. It's, it's Titus. Titus. If and you everybody call else Titus, is wrong. I've, I haven't heard Titus. Wrong. I've heard Titus. And I've That's heard also t- wrong. Yeah, so Titus. <laughs> but just the, Titus. The relationship between Titus and Jekt and yes. like those very emotional Ugh. moments where um, you're seeing this sacrifice, you're seeing... Yep this relationship kind of unfold all the things that Titus never knew about his dad happening in real time. Um, That's one of the only games that comes off the top of my head that I felt a similar sort of like, um, you know, emotional sort of resonance with as I did with Secret of Mana. The the moment reject uh, the story that's always sticks to me. Not even all of it. I don't even remember the cutscene correctly. Obviously spoilers for Final Fantasy Correctly, but the moment with Jekt is the whole thing is Jekt is known as this alcoholic and he's Mm -hmm. been drinking his whole life and there's one point where there's a shoe puff which is this giant elephant that's massive. With the giant scar on its back. And Oren laughs and talks about how Jekt quit drinking when they went to the shoe puff because he got drunk and killed a shoe puff and had to pay off shoe puff. That's the last day he ever drank. He didn't didn't, didn't kill it, it's still working. Oh, he, right, he so. stabbed it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It was still alive. I apologize. Uh, yeah, most most RPGs, if you want to come across that kind of feeling, they deal with loss. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the loss of Ares and Seven is one of the mm-hmm. most uh, is Spoiler one of most impactful. Alert. I mean, God, if you don't know yet, and you're listening to something about Secret of Mana, God help you. Uh, but yeah, the the games that are willing to take a character and have you. And force you to say goodbye to that character. Mm-hmm. That's like this is the first game I can think of that did that. Even in six, where like everything changes, you still find all of your characters yep. if you want. Yep. But Secret of Mana, it's like there's an important thing driving your character, and then we rip it away from them. Mm-hmm. When you guys are feeling this, all I could imagine was like your uncle coming in and being like, "What kind of dumb game you playing now? Yeah, like, exactly. like, what kind of stupid? Awful, what are you doing? Like your awful uncle who just like you suck. Go play football." <laughs> Go outside. So <laughs> Josh's eyes are wide open when yeah. he said that. <laughs> so that was a that that uh, brought back some horrible memories. Oh yeah. my god! I'm Which sorry. actually no connect very very well with Secret of Mana. I had um, I had a cousin who thought my games were stupid. Yeah. Okay. And he would mock me vehemently and pick on me for playing these games. A kid, Sounds like a dick. There's a kid who hurt animals uh, behind closed doors. Yeah, he sucked. <laughs> he was a he was a real he was a real shitbag. Um, and he uh, deleted my no. He deleted my secret of mana file. Why? What the fuck kind he of evil shit is that? Accidentally deleted no, it's it, never and I'm like, accident. Get the fuck! I was so mad. Yeah, and I actually uh, I was not an angry. Person. I was right. not somebody that like you're playing Secret of Mon, like you're a sensitive right. person. But I unplugged the Super Nintendo controller and was wielding it like <laughs> like, like, a, a, like a, a ball and chain. Oh my god! And my and of course my mom and his dad, all they saw was Josh chasing my cousin yeah. with a fucking controller right. swinging around uh, I got in big trouble and I was trying to explain Did, it does nobody look at the history the but, history <laughs> but here's the thing imagine yeah your and, parents don't understand the right, technological at a time, aspect of this games weren't as so like permeated into right. society at the time so I'm trying to explain yeah. my mom like he deleted my game and he was really mad and I can't get it back and, and I wasted like and as 30 a child, hours you like, yeah you, he stole hours of my life Mom. And my mom was like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he took my model airplane I spent hours working on. It, he smashed it and was like, whatever. So yeah. I had to start my, f- that was, and that was my first playthrough. And I was so close to the end Dude. of the game. 
So I started completely from scratch. Dude. Um, and so, yeah, it wasn't a, a, an angry uncle, but it was a, a, a dickbag cousin, cousin that came in and completely <laughs> ruined my, you know, ruined my my childhood experience Yo, with Secret of Mana. If that cousin's listening right now, go fuck go yourself. Go fuck yourself. Dude, we all know you do something. But also, you need serious help. You yeah, you sound like you're upset. Therapy, There's probably so something so hard going on. Go get life. mental health. Mental health is very important. <laughs> our first game you want to do it let's i like games Whoa, yeah man let's do it it's time for how well do you know your favorite video game oh fuck the lightning yeah <laughs> your third favorite video game yep. uh All so right, this enough. is a lightning round you'll have three seconds to answer each question 30 three seconds, three seconds. you'll have 30 minutes to answer each question <laughs> and as you're taking those three days oh my god you should know that every one of these questions is definitely, definitely about not, secret of mana not messing around there's don't do totally nothing no stupid questions weird. that are unrelated at all it's gonna be fun question one what's the name of the game's antagonist uh d- hero antagonist oh antagonist. antagonist uh shit uh Thanatos. Yes. yes. Question two. What is the name of the dragon you can fly on in the game? Flammy. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> Flammy. Not Flammy. Not Flammy. 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 Yeah, That's two, correct. It was two yeah, You're Right. You're, you're right. You're right. We're question, laughing at the name. Yeah. Not you. I, was, I was looking at him like, that has to be Flammy, but it's not. Uh, question three. Which wedding anniversary is traditionally referred to as the golden wedding anniversary? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> 20. The 50th. 50th. Question four. What is the highest level a weapon can reach in Secret of Mana? 10. Nine. Nine. Very close. Ten should be correct. Yeah. Ten should be correct. Why? They didn't do the even number. Why did you just... Okay. I think I remember because at nine, it basically treated it as if, like, once you were at nine, you charged it all the way, and then it was, like... Technically ten. Yeah. So we both, I'll give you credit we for both that. Get that right. <laughs> we both get that We never asked ourselves that. Question five. <laughs> How much stuff do you steal from Loot Crate? Oh, man. So, like, all, my entire wardrobe, basically, is from Loot Crate. <laughs> you steal? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just cool. Now sure. we know. Now we Just know. Make sure. Question six: Who ends up being the final boss of the game? Uh, it's the Mana Beast. Yes. So correct. creative. I know. Question <laughs> seven: What's eight times seven? Uh, uh fifty-four. Fifty-six. It's close. It. We all technically got that one right again. <laughs> Question eight: You uh. You ever steal stuff from your friends' houses too? I mean, if you're stealing stuff from Luke, Craig, just keep that geez, going. You see what I'm saying? Stealing stuff from your friends, like pens, I mean, maybe pens, something. I mean, food probably. Okay. Okay. So you've stolen food. Okay, so I mean, you've like, stolen food. So yeah, no, we're friends. getting this. No, 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 that's great. Question nine: What's the name of Prim's love interest, whose body's Thanatos inhabits? Oh, oh God, oh man, Duncan. Wait, so close, so close. Shoot, damn it. Three, Dalton. One. Dialuk. Dialuk. Who the f- <laughs> <laughs> Every other name of everything is like Northtown, Southtown, and then let's it's name like this guy Dialuk. Dialuk. <laughs> Question 10. Which one of these locations is not an actual place in Secret of Mana? Northtown, Middle Village, Southtown, or Upper Land? Um, middle Village. Correct. Middle Village. Correct. Question 11. You cheat on your taxes, right? I mean, we're, you, cheat you cheat on your, on your taxes? taxes? No. You don't steal from I mean, you steal, you steal food from your friends, steal from Raw, you don't lie on your no, taxes. No, I mean, no. yeah. I'm, I'm totally clean on my taxes. Right. Just call me Wesley Snipes. Yeah. <laughs> Question 12. Which empire seeks to use mana to strengthen its military power in Secret of Mana? Oh, my God. Um, oh, man. 
That's a really good question. Thank you. I don't remember. And we all got it right. We all did. It is the Vandal Empire. Vandal. Question 13. Uh, I was going to ask this after this. um, Have you guys seen my wallet? Have you guys seen my wallet? I don't want to point fingers. I don't want to point fingers. I mean, there's a dude food, here who steals, steals food, pens, steals from loot crate, steals from loot crate. There's a lot of theft, so I don't know. It's been a fun show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this has been how well you know your favorite video game, Secret of Mana. Very well. Very well. Yeah. Josh. Very well. I'm kicking myself over dialogue. How do you forget that name? It's a weird name. It's a weird name. Well, it's, to it's one of those names where because they never say it, so you don't have to hear it. So mm-hmm. you end up just being like the D name whenever you scroll mm-hmm. past it in the text. That's always the worst. Is when I was a kid and I'd be playing the same games as my friends. I'm like, yeah, Jazz gets the part with. Um, doesn't matter. I don't want to say his name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we touched on this a little bit at the beginning. Uh, the music in this game. Oh man, it's so good. What what stands out to you in remembering it? Um, I feel like, you know, a lot of games, you know, even some of the really, really good games at at that time, um, as much as I love, uh, a link to the past, like it's, it's music. You don't think about a link to the past and think like, oh man, it just had the, that song where like it, it, you know, that, that dungeon or whatever. Whereas like Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Yeah has some phenomenal music yes. you really like that's kind of like something that they the hang game their... like is music yeah, yeah. yeah. it's something that they hang their hat on but Secret of Mana I, I, like it evolved in my mind from these kind of like monotonal just kind of like a couple of different sounds happening over and over again where it felt more like a soundtrack yeah uh, and I will forever uh, remember the the, de- the desert town that's uh, what it was called no yeah, it, was. <laughs> it had like a it had a it's something with a K. It was either it was either the most like mundane like town in a desert was the name of it, or it was the Dialogue longest town. yeah dialogue <laughs> town, or it was the longest fantasy ridden name you've right. ever heard in your life. I'm mad that I can't remember it now because I'm like, oh, it's one of the things that I remember the most about that town that I don't remember. <laughs> but the town. I love my mom, whatever her name is. <laughs> the town in the desert, you you like beat a boss in like that zone. Yeah. And when you first go into that town, it's like this very melancholy, like everybody's sad. Yeah. And you talk to people and they're like, I haven't had water in years. And You're then like, you like. You should be dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you beat the boss and then you go back and it's like this really fun, everybody's like dancing and shit. And they're like, oh my God, you saved us. And and the music in that town for years was my ringtone on my phone. Yeah, that's, the um, that's awesome. Like the just there was so, like the from the opening, like literally turn, hitting the power button, the the sound quality, the music, it it was a big part of why Secret yeah. of Mana resonated with me so much. Yeah, that's a, a common thing about this game. Again, this it is the Citizen Kane of, of RPGs for a lot of people because a lot of things like it's not the first RPG, mm. but it is one of the first to incorporate all of these amazing mm-hmm. pieces that we now think of as making up an RPG. Yeah. We, we also like to talk about how gaming's different than movies because if you go see a movie, it doesn't matter. You could be ten minutes in being like, "I hate this." Mm-hmm. This now goes on my like, "I yep. don't like this movie." Yeah, video games you could be like. I didn't like it, but the music was great. The art was amazing. Like, you mm-hmm. can appreciate it yeah. still. Like, you can take things from it, which makes gaming, to me, another level of medium of just entertainment. I could not agree with that anymore. And I, I talk about there's, like, main major pillars when it comes to a game that 
I really, really like some of my favorite games. You know, it's games that have uh, incredible stories or they have great soundtrack. They've got great characters. They're difficult. Like, I don't really like games that are super easy. Yeah. I'm like a gaming masochist. If I can put it on the highest difficulty level, I will. It has yeah. nothing to do with achievements or trophies. Like, I just want to be challenged when I play a game. But that's not to say that my favorite games have to have all of those. Like, yeah. Dark Souls is one of my favorite games. Unless you dig really, really deep, there's no fucking, like, character yeah. Not, yeah. or story. Like, it's there, but you have to, like, you dig have to want for it. it. Yeah. Whereas, I think you're absolutely right. Games like Secret of Mana, I think, were way ahead of their time because it combined all those elements. Like, you had characters that you cared about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mechanics, the gameplay was fun. It was innovative. Um, it looked good. It sounded good. A lot of the bosses in that game were challenging. Yeah. It wasn't just a hack and slash, kind of yeah. like there were some mechanics involved. You know, they had different weaknesses or resistances or whatever yeah. the case may be. Like, it really wrapped it all together. Yeah. And they took some big swings in doing so. Like, they took swings that other games have been afraid to. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, the, the circular menu control thing that you can just flip in mm-hmm. in the middle of a fight. Also, when you're just game. like, uh, when you're in your like, 20s and you're broke as fuck and this is what you're committing your life to, it, you just throw everything at this. You just throw yeah. it like, I'm going to be broke. I'm just going to have a reg- regular job after this. Like, screw it. Let's just do the things we want to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. And that usually ends up making the best thing possible. Yeah. When you take away everything that you think people would want you just do what you would want and what mm-hmm. your friends you like you create something new you create and important. something special and new yeah. and important and you touched on something that i think that it doesn't get it doesn't get enough love for because it's just kind of an, an inane sort of system to the game yeah. but the interface in that menu it's is really cool phenomenal yeah, yeah. Uh, and then w- uh, going back to the remake when they did the remake they did some tweaks to that that made it worse yeah. in my mind like <laughs> you took this thing that at the time was super innovative and now is like relatively simple and they like fucked it up like it's not as good if yeah. you google seeker of mana right now you will see like five out of ten five out of ten five out of ten you'll be like was this game terrible it's like no they're talking about the remake yeah it's the remake like that's and people being like the original's better Go i literally original. had that conversation with somebody at work i was like look i bought the remake because i'm a you know, I'm a, a fan. I'm a tool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I I shelled out for it. It wasn't like crazy expensive, but it was still too expensive for what it was. And I played it and I enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it because it was like nostalgia. Yeah. But like ten times an hour, I was like, I would just rather be playing the original. Yeah, dude. exactly. I'm not. Yeah, I'm and not, I was, I saw them side to side, mm-hmm. side to side. They show the art side to side. I'm like, yeah, yeah. play the one that's older. Just yep. looking at them side to side. It's like I actually I was showing it to somebody. I was like, which one of these would you play? And they're like, oh, I play that one every single time. They chose the original. Yeah. Um, and that in that same conversation, I was like, I feel like anybody that's looking at this game now is going to be like, oh man, the Metacritic score for Secret of Mana is really bad. And yeah. I'm like, hold on. No. <laughs> Hold on. Exactly. Because yeah. the OG is the shit. Yeah. OG is rated like 9-4. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it should be. It's pretty consistently one of the best RPGs ever. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And it, it, it might not get the same kind of attention as like a Chrono Trigger or the, a variety of Final Fantasy games, but... Um, you know, in my mind, it was just as instrumental. To in... me, yeah, it's like they made ice cream and they made vanilla, and people were like, "Holy shit, this next level!" Somebody's like, "I figured out chocolate," and everybody's like, "Oh, let's move on from vanilla." Yeah. It's like, no, 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 we just made this it. Is so yeah. good. No, we just created this. <laughs> uh, I'm realizing that in all of the, uh, you know, the emotional aspects of this game, we haven't even talked about what is maybe one of the most shocking things this game does. It kills one of your characters at the end of the game. And you just, they don't give you any closure on it. They just take the sprite character Mm -hmm. away from you. Yeah. When that happened, I was like, 
it it like that troubled me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I was, I was relatively young. Um, I, I was brought up in, in a household where like spirituality and religion and afterlife and none of that stuff was really like, I'll, I'll use, uh, you know, for lack of a, a more articulate and positive way to put it, it wasn't shoved down my throat. Like I was, my decisions Bragger, on, brag, yeah. so, <laughs> so, uh, so, but so I hadn't really thought a whole lot about life and death at that point. Yeah. Uh, Until so that, your cousin deleted the game. Then right. you thought of death <laughs> and every I thought night. About murder. murder constantly. Uh, that when the sprite died, that fucked me up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that was, uh, cause it was so, it was unexpected. It, and they didn't really talk about it. And then roll credits. And I'm yeah. like, boy, hold on. Like I named this person. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm like the typical person I'm naming the characters after like my friends and exactly. loved ones. Yeah. And now one of your loved ones is yeah. gone. Never play Oregon Trail. Just never play <laughs> Oregon Trail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I name all of the buffalo after friends and loved ones. <laughs> and then I just mow them down. Uh, I, I will forever remember... Um, because when I was playing Final Fantasy VII, yeah, I loved Eris. Yeah, everyone. And does. I named Eris after my love interest in real life. Yep. Not Tifa. No, I wasn't about Tifa. Tifa was hot. If we were playing Mary Fuck Kill, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know where Tifa or I, Tifa would land. But Eris, I Jessica, holler, ho, shout out to Jessica. Jessica. Uh, Yo, uh, shout out to the girl you virtually killed in a video game by accident. But I loved this girl. And of course, you know, what is love when you're like 12 or 13 or whatever I was. Uh, and I was heartbroken. I was so heartbroken when Eris died in that game mm -hmm. that I almost considered restarting it's to like, name her something else. Wow. Because I was a weird kid. But I mean, that's even more sensitivity in, like, in your life of like, fuck, this person's dead. Yeah, Does I this girl like, know yeah. you like her or no? At the time, oh yeah, I was not subtle. I was subtle. <laughs> I was subtle. I kept being like, you died in my video game last night. And she was like, stay the fuck away from me. And he's like, you think me. this is weird? Goes in the woods with the stick. <laughs> I was subtle like a sledgehammer, and that actually did happen. No. I went to school the next day. No. And I was like, Jessica, no! I was so no! heartbroken yes! in my video game last <laughs> night. This poor girl. Don't what'd you say? Keep going. Oh, my God. Uh, she was not happy about no! it. No. No, for many reasons. She made oh! me feel like, and it no, it's no fault to her because she no. and I, le, much later on when I was a sophomore in high school, I was she was my great white buffalo, and I was actually able to date her for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so my, you know, my embarrassing moments as like a third grader didn't ruin it completely. Uh, but she was very freaked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. again, it was like video games weren't y y a huge thing, so yeah. I was like, I named you uh, after, or I named a character after you, oh. and I loved her very much, and oh, she died. God. And Jessica was like. What? Imagine if, if I was, imagine if I was a chaperone, that. I like my heart would break like a little bit of just like this kid's trying to like share and talk about this right. and share his feelings. And this girl is, is like terrified. Because right. I get her <laughs> viewpoint where she's like, okay, I kind of understand what you're saying. I kind of understand. Now I'm dead for some reason. <laughs> she, there was very little understanding. When I think about yeah. it now, I wonder like if Jeffrey Dahmer had grown up in a time where like video games were really like yeah. as popular as they are now, like that'd be the kind of thing that a serial killer would be like, I named you. Yeah, I named a character. <laughs> exactly. And then they died and I felt things. And she's 
like, what? And then 20 years later, he's wearing them as a skin suit. Yeah, you know I'd, what yeah. I mean? I'd be like, Jeffrey's 2018, go get help. Just go get some Xanax, <laughs> <Right. laughs> go chill, bro. But, so I, it's so weird for me, th- you know, <laughs> reminiscing about these things because it, it was so normal to me. Right? Yeah, exactly. But to everyone else, they no. were like, you're fucking weird, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. You shouldn't you, do that. You were just like, I have this emotion I want to share with somebody. And this poor girl is like, I'm scared and now. that experience forever ruined me. To this day, I don't name characters in games after real life people. Yeah, yeah I just do whatever. I'll name, name like maybe sometimes I'll name the protagonist after myself. Same thing. Um, but typically I'm like, nope, I'm just going to, you know, you're Bob. For, for every, every, <laughs> every playthrough of Secret of Mana that I have done in the last you know, 15, 20 years. I named the Sprite Willow. <laughs> uh, there you go. That's nice. Um, because I will never again will I name, um, because the Sprite in, when I finished it, was named Kevin because yeah. Kevin wanted to be the Sprite. He wanted the offensive magic yeah, spell. So the Sprite was named Kevin. So at the end, I was like, oh, dude, Kevin, I forgot you die. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't like it either. Yeah. yeah. It was, a, that was weird. It was like a, you know, you take this weird emotional adventure in games, and that was the first time that I really got like truly affected by a game. That's in awesome. That way. That's awesome, man. It's cool. No, that's no. I'm saying, like, I'm to not be emotionally impacted. That's by cool. Games. Yeah, something affected you emotionally. Yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. That's really yeah. awesome. And then I stole things for the rest of my yeah, there life. There you go. There you go. There you go. You want to jump into our next game? I love games. There we go. There we go, guys. This one gonna make me feel as bad as the first one? No, no way. No because way. you're a fan of video games, and so we made a game for you called. <laughs> You call yourself a fan? In which we're just going to ask you some simple trivia questions about all the best games that you love. Of all time. And you're definitely going to get them because you're, get you're every a video game You're fan. a huge fan. You're a huge fan. So there's no way that you could possibly get any of these wrong. I feel like these are going to be far more obscure. No. Than no, 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 no. Don't be silly. Just do the first one. You'll, you know the first one. Yeah, I mean, you're a big Final Fantasy VII fan, right? Correct. Great. Okay, let's do Question it. one. The gold saucer in Final Fantasy VII is famous for its haunted mansion, live performances, and chocobo racing, a sport involving birds resembling real-world ostriches. What is the average weight of a full-grown female ostrich? (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say 47 pounds. 220 pounds. Just weird because you said you you said you love Final Fantasy VII, and yet you didn't excited for the remake. Weight of the female ostrich. I'm sorry, I meant that was in kilograms. Still think that's not correct. Still not correct. Still feels like you should know ostrich weight if you're a Final Fantasy fan. Did you did you play Goldeneye? We'll call that a draw. I did. Yes. There we go. Perfect. Goldeneye. Definitely get this one. The most famous Bond game ever created featured numerous characters from the films, including Jaws, Oddjob, and Bond himself. When was MI6 first established? Um, 1891. That was so close. 1909. So close, but you know what it means? It means you're not, not a really, fan of the game. It's just like I understand real, like what you're trying to go for. feels like you would know when real-world MI6 was invented if you liked a video game is the only thing. Yeah. I guess I... Goldeneye, I guess, maybe isn't one of my favorite games. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, then we'll let that pass. Uh, did you ever play The Last of Us? I love The Last of Us. Oh, great. This is perfect. You might actually know this. Fuck you guys. (laughs) (laughs) The Last of Us fungus that destroys civilization was based off of a parasite that infects ants known as Ophiocordyceps unilateris. Spell Ophiocordyceps (laughs) unilateris. Uh, (laughs) Ophiocordyceps unilateris. Ophiocordyceps unilateris. Ophiocordyceps. Ophio. 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 O-P-H. Correct. Yes. I O correct. Yes. 
C O. Yep. R. Yep. T. No. Do you say T or D? I'm going to say D. D. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's cordyceps. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. D. I. C E P S. Uh, space. Uh, U N I L A. T. E R I U S. Ophiocordyceps unilateralis. Sorry, it's, it's uh, a it's, Y instead of an I it's just in Ophiocordyceps. It's, it's like I really love the last. Yeah, of us. so he knows I, how to spell. I, I know how to spell. I know how to spell. Question four: Skyrim gained its instant fame for its beautiful landscapes that range from Norwegian fjords to deidious, deciduous, deciduous forests. When did the word dragon first appear in literature? Uh, dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that was in the 13th century. God damn. Name the year, though. Uh, I'm going to say 1427. It's just I thought you liked Skyrim. Yeah, because it's that's 12, what, I, this it's is 12, what I thought you did. Oh. It's like we brought it up and we just thought it's you liked like, it. I don't know how you I thought you liked it. to like I Skyrim just, if you don't know when the I word just, dragon was first featured in English literature yeah, in reality. Yeah, I understand it. I clearly also don't understand how 13th century... Uh, you know, translates to. <laughs> I think you got that right. <laughs> but you said you're a big Dark Souls fan, right? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay. Very much oh, so. Okay, great. Okay. Yeah. So upon its release, Dark Souls received a 9 out of 10 from Eurogamer, mm-hmm. a 37 out of 40 from Famitsu, and a mm-hmm. 9.5 out of 10 from GameSpot. Mm-hmm. What are all of those numbers multiplied by each other? Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, can you, can you, am I allowed to get the numbers again? <laughs> 9 out of 10 from Eurogamer. Okay. 37 out of 40 from Famitsu, and 9.5 out of 10 from GameSpot. So you're asking him to divide and then multiply? No, I'm asking what's 9 times 10 times 37 times 40 times 9 times <laughs> 9.5 times 10. So, uh, it was 9 and 9.5 and 37. <laughs> and then 10 and 10 and 40. Um, Jesus. I mean, man. if you like Dark Souls, just seems like if you, if like, you Dark like Dark Souls, Souls, then you would do the obviously. math for all the for all the scores. I just I just use the Metacritic score. It's, it's incorrect. I'm that's, sorry. that's that's not. not, that's not, that's not, not damn it! I mean, everybody knows Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, everyone knows Metal, Metal Gear Solid's protagonist, Solid Snake, communicates with a team of military specialists via codec implanted in his ear. Yeah, every fan knows that. Everyone knows that. What are the names of the three bones in the human ear? Um, I feel I feel like I should actually know that. I mean, <laughs> I was pretty good in like biology in school and shit. Uh, cochlea is that one of them? No, cochlea. No, I'm sorry. Uh, the the oh, I'm gonna go see. I'm gonna go seek the secret of mana route. There's the the sound hole. <laughs> Which is a bone. We all know that bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound yeah. Hole sound bone. Hole bone. It's a sound hole bone. And the middle sound hole. The middle and, the... and then the upper and lower sound hole bone. It's the malleus incus and stapes. Stapes. I was close. Now, close. Now, now you brought up Witcher 3, mm-hmm. which we love, which I love Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. Witcher 3 was released by Polish video game publisher CD Projekt in 2015. Who was the chief of state directly preceding the first president of Poland? Uh, is Geralt not the correct answer? No, so, uh, no I'm sorry. It's Joseph Pilsudski. Oh, it is. I love Witcher, and I, so that's why Keith knows that's about why, the, the Polish obviously. chief of states yeah, in the early 1900s. Obviously, and did you ever play WoW? Oh yes. Did okay. you? What did you play in WoW? Shadow Priest, dude. That's awesome. Shadow Priest, is awesome. The best. Awesome. At the height of its popularity, 15 million players were active in World of Warcraft. 
How many people at the time weren't playing World of Warcraft? Um, so 15 million. <laughs> I'm going to say approximately. Mm, we need an exact. I'm sorry. Uh, exact. Yeah, exact. I'm sorry. Okay. We need an exact. So I'm going to say, if you're a true fan, you I would mean, know exactly. I loved WoW. Played seven, the Paladin. On... Seven billion, four hundred and uh, eighty-five million. That's not what I've written I'm down. Sorry, that's, that's not what I've written down. So, it. I'm, so, I'm so sorry. What is it? Was I in, in the ballpark? I think you're about a billion too high. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Ocarina of Time. We brought it up. We've already talked about it. It's, it's huge. Huge. Mm-hmm. Ocarina of Time is perhaps the most famous of the Zelda franchise. No. Which, <laughs> <laughs> which was created by Shigeru Minamoto, uh-huh. who graduated from the Kanazawa Municipal College of Industrial Arts with a degree in, in industrial design. The school's graduate program opened in 1979. 1979 saw the beginning of which infamous natural disaster in Australia? Uh, hmm. Again, I feel like could potentially be something that I should know. Uh, I'm going to say some sort of plague. Sorry, it's the 1979 through 83 Eastern Australian drought. Drought. I'm a big Zelda fan, so I, I, knew, I, I knew. I'm Jesse a big knew. Zelda fan, so I'm up on Australian natural disasters mm-hmm. in the early uh, or in the latter heart, part of the uh, 19th century. This will prove century. if you're a true gamer yep. right here. Right here. Question 10. What is Mario's last name? Mario. Yes! yes! He is a true he gamer. He is a true gamer. <laughs> <laughs> this has been, you call yourself a fan. And you are. And you are. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. Thank I you. I'm glad you liked that. Yeah. We, we uh, like to make fun of... The shittiest parts of gaming culture. <laughs> which comes out as, as a lot of people, which is you can love a game and still not know things about that game and yeah. still enjoy it. Right. You don't, it's, somebody's always going to know more than you about a game. It's not, it's just what's going to happen. I feel like every time you're online and somebody's like, you don't know this fact, you don't, then you're not a fan. If you just react with like, oh, thank you for teaching me that. They'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I thought it, <laughs> oh, I thought it was a fan because I loved it and mm-hmm. I appreciate it and I See? care about it. I'm trying to relate with you. I'm a big, I, I'm a big movie buff too. Like yeah. I'm not super into movies that I'm telling you like the screenwriter and the director yeah. and the key grip but like I really can appreciate yeah. movies like the details but I run into people that are like oh my god don't you love you know John uh, Williams Henderson and his work I'm like, like name maybe don't maybe fucking the movie. know who that is yeah. <laughs> and they're like oh well you like you just said that you like yeah, that movie why wouldn't yeah. you know who he is and so you're like, he, that's his, that was the movie that he made when he was you know that was his capstone in college and I'm like I don't at that Come point, on, you have to, at that point you have to stop them, and you're like, you're not angry at me. You're angry at somebody. Yeah, else. Right. Like, like, go don't be take mad this at them. Me. Go be pissed off yeah. at somebody so else. I'm starting to see that become more pervasive in the gaming communities as well, where it's like, I don't need to know every yeah. single b- minutia yeah. of this game to be able to have an appreciation yeah, for it. Not at all. Not yeah. at all. In fact, you like, I I wish that people would just be open about saying that. I'm mm-hmm. I'm hopeful that the gaming world is getting to a healthier place where we're all just like, hey, it's not, it's not. It will. We're trying. We're trying. Our show is trying. One day but it's it not. will. But yeah, that that point of just like, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. to a person's enjoyment. The things that touch yep. you are not the things that touch them in that game. Yeah. So you're allowed to just have the things that are important to you. 
it the it it bothers me, and I do my best to kind of like you know block it out because it's just a waste of time and energy. But you see it even the simplest things like the the console war, like yeah. Xbox versus PlayStation versus PC, and it becomes so like divisive. Like the amount of vitriol that you get yeah. from like, oh, you play Xbox, you fucking lame. When, when I go on IGN, I just can't help but laugh when they do the comparisons between the same game with on PS4, Xbox, so and PC. I'm like, guys. Nintendo's better. <laughs> you took a like, real hard left turn. I, it really it. did. But like, that's how I feel. Like as somebody who enjoys all these games and loves all these things, it doesn't fucking matter. Go it plant a matter. go plant a goddamn tree and go be nice to somebody. Yeah, like, yeah, we're yeah. running out of water. We're running out Stop of water. Arguing. There's gonna be a mass migration from Africa coming here soon. Start being fucking nice to people. Right, yeah. <laughs> that, those comparisons are always so unnecessary too, because yeah. it's like. The vast majority of the time, you're looking at this and like, oh yeah, oh, there's like one extra pixel. Yeah, yeah. But comparing these things, it's just it's sad. It's like you know, here's a side by side comparison of like a book and a movie, yeah. and it, it's just unfair. Every every time you click on an article online that's like, check out the side by side comparison of Xbox and PS4, it, it should just be a blank page that says, "Are you happy?" <laughs> and just have you force, gone outside yeah, today? Just force you to be like. Am I upset at somebody? <laughs> that's what. That's when, like, wow, that started to come out. Like, mm-hmm. that's when I knew gaming was an addiction because I started hearing about people, like, dying playing World of Warcraft. Yeah, that was intense. Like but when you'd play World of Warcraft, Jess, you didn't know this. We'd be, play, be playing it. The loading screen would be like, you should take a break. Yeah. Like, no, they serious, tell you, like, you need to go outside. Of, literally, there's a loading screen that says, go outside with friends not only in Azeroth, yeah. and I'm like, oh my god, I should go yeah, outside. Remember to take do everything in moderation, yeah. even World of Warcraft. Yeah. 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 Um, I will say really quick, my favorite type of side-by-side comparisons at this point are the various companies with their first-party games throwing shade. Yeah. My favorite side-by-side comparison was recently with God of War, mm-hmm. where it was like PS4, Xbox, PC, and Xbox and PC are just black screens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because at the end of the day, like that, you know, the first party, you know, titles are the 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 primary thing that's going to set these Absolutely. these, these yeah. consoles apart. Really, the only thing at this point yeah. that I give a fuck about, because I am easy to please. That's right. Do you want to jump into our next game? It's time for our last thing. Ooh, but it's not our, our last sorry, thing. It's our last thing, but it's not our last thing. Okay. Are you good? Okay. I'm cool. great. Okay, that's great. It's time for final five. We ask the same five questions of all of our guests, and they're oh. all definitely original and made up by us, and not, not ripped off from James, James Lipton's Lipton. inside the actor studio. It's like we hate that we have to bring you up every episode, James. Yeah. We fucking hate it. Every single episode, we have to talk about you, and we don't want to. This is the most press you get these days. Enjoy it, I guess. Motherfucker. Piece of shit. Number one. Son of a bitch. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Josh gets it. Drink some tea. <laughs> I love I love the Lipton iced tea jokes that get brought up. Uh, <laughs> number one. If you could be any video game character, who would you be and why? Oh my god. Uh, I would be Jessica from Secret of Mana. <laughs> yeah. If I could be any video see, that's interesting. Uh I could really unpack that. But this is the one he claims he ripped off from James Lipson. <laughs> um, man. I think uh, I've been asked this question before, and I don't necessarily like my answer, but it's the, always the first one that jumps to my mind, and it's Link. Why? Where? The hero of time. because. Where, yeah. Because he is he is timeless. Like Link appears so many times in so many different games. He's doing different adventures. He's saving the world and saving the princess in different ways. I think it would be um, interesting to be uh, to be Link 
The other one that I always think of, which was a, a little bit of a gender bend, uh, Samus is fucking awesome. Yes. I would love to be an armor-clad bounty hunter in space. Dude, I want to be a hot chick who fucks shit up. Are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Samus is the shit. So I would uh, I would either be Link or Samus. I, I, I broke the rules. No, those are, I love that. those are purest gamer-like answers, and I really love them because it took a lot of thought. Most people are like, this guy, because he can fly and fuck or something. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be amazed how many people answer because they fuck. Yeah. Like, it what, comes up a lot. Uh, because <laughs> Geralt, like, because li- he drives, he, he owns a fine horse and he fucks. I mean, Geralt would be a pretty good one, too, because he fucks. Yeah. He fucks. And just kills ghouls and ghosts. He he literally takes a sword and kills ghosts with it. Yeah. That's insane. It's it makes one of my, no sense. my favorite things. We figured out how to kill ghosts. How? You stab them. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I never thought about that. <laughs> Question two. If you could get rid of one game in history, what would it be? Oh, my God. I wow. bet you got a good I, one on I, that. I bet you do. If I could get rid of one Could be game. the fan base. Could be the game for that the, you hated. For the sake of this episode, let's just say it can't be the Secret of Mana remake. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. I, I probably wouldn't pick that one because okay. I feel like there's far more toxic. Yeah, egregious. Um, shit. Wow. That, I feel like I could think about that one for a while. <laughs> uh, if I could pick one game to get rid of... this. Uh, so Okay, this is the first one that came to my mind. And bear with me, because I, I have played these games in the past. Okay. And I would choose to get rid of it because I would want to maybe talk to these uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen and say, let's do something a little bit different. Let's do something a little original. Mm-hmm. I would say no more Call of Duty games. Yeah. 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 Because at this point, I feel the same way about Call of Duty as I feel about Madden football. Yeah. Yes. It's the same game every year. It's the same year. game. It's the same thing, right? Yeah. That being said, the new Black Ops 4 looks pretty, pretty you like rad. It? You digging it? Um, but I feel like games like Call of Duty, um, even some of the, the the Assassin's Creed games, I would feel the same way about. Where it's like, st- don't just use the same recipe and just add like a new protein to it. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's think about this a little bit more. So yeah, let's add some um, ingredients. While I, again, I don't feel great about it. I'll say Call of Duty. I think that's a perfect answer. I think it's a perfect answer. I feel like that's a game, and I'm not trying like. I've played, like, so many Call of Duties. Me too. Yeah, I love the games. There's so mm-hmm. much fun to play online. I get that why people make fun of it or why it has, like, a negative cloud mm-hmm. over it, what have you. But, yeah, like, you have to, as gaming and in art form in general, move the envelope forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to make needle. it better or else you're, everything's going to be Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty, which is yep. the same game over and over and yep. over again. And that's why every time I'm like, Nintendo's best. Like, it's just yeah. original, yeah. like, every year. It's like, even when they introduce a new Mario game, it's a new yeah. Mario It's game. like Mario Odyssey. Oh, we're going to do two more of them? No, we did it. It's no. over. We're yeah. moving on to we something else. And, and even if it doesn't always hit the mark, like uh, Super Mario Sunshine, not my favorite Mario game. Right. Yeah. Um, but they they tried something. Yeah, you know? yeah. that's it's, it. They tried. Um, so, yeah, I, to- I totally can get behind yeah. you on that. Nintendo is the has been and probably will always be the king when it comes to like innovating and iterating on what they've already done. Absolutely. Number 3. If you're to make a video game title for your life, what would it be? Wow. He's smiling. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are really good questions. Glad you enjoy them. If I could make a James Lipton can go to f- yeah, fuck himself. Yeah, sure. Lipton, you got to learn something from these two guys right here. <laughs> um, you hack. <laughs> Uh, if I could, um, hmm, I would say the title to my video game would be, <laughs> oh man, 
<laughs> I'm thinking about all these really ridiculous inside jokes that I have with my friends. Like it would be called Yeah Man. Uh, I'd because be awesome. <laughs> it's just going to be called Yeah Man, the Josh Ball story, because I say Yeah Man to all my friends, and that's like the- that's uh, your catchphrase. That's my catchphrase. Yeah, yeah man. man. I feel like it's a confidence booster. Like, you play you as a game, like, should I go ask that girl out? Yeah, yeah man. man. Yeah, do it up. Do yeah. it up. Yeah, hey, man. Should I ask for a promotion at my, at my job? Yeah, yeah man. man. I do deserve that promotion. And now what I'm thinking of is really dark. <laughs> go, <laughs> go for it. Go for it. I don't have to say it. Uh, I don't have to, but I'm going to think it. Question four. What one aspect of video game life do you wish was true in real life? Oh, man. Um... There's, you know, at, being somebody that's played video games as long as I've ha- I have, um, there's so many aspects, the social aspects and the, the value of video games um, for my life, you know, how I've connected with people, how I've connected to art. Mm-hmm. But if there's one aspect of games, um, I don't know, maybe like reset, you know, yeah, like yeah. save state. Yeah. Like. Uh, I don't want to save scum you know, all my games, but like I'm playing Detroit yeah, uh, mm-hmm. right now, uh, and some wild shit went down, yeah. and I got to the end of it, and I was like, I feel like I could probably do that one over. Yeah. Um. So I'm not somebody that likes to regret much in my life, but mm-hmm. there have been moments where I'm like, I probably could have said that better. Maybe if I went back yeah. like five minutes and replayed that section, I could everybody would come out of that better. I I have thought that uh, save points are a great answer, mm-hmm. and I've often thought about, because I don't think we've had this answer, that not just for, like, so I could improve upon it, but just you would save you for a moment you know in your life is going to be special. Mm. And it'd be like, every once in a while I can go back and just have that, like, little moment mm-hmm. where I get to, I get that feeling without, mm-hmm. like, just the nostalgia, just like, I can experience that moment again. Just so like, it's, like, it's like Groundhog's Day, but you get to move on if you want to move on. Yeah. yeah. You just save before every time that Geralt fucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just assume he's always the moment I turn off my PlayStation. I'm like, he's probably fucking. He's fucking when right I turn now. This off. It's yeah. like a it's like a Wreck It Ralph world, and Geralt is just yeah. fucking his way across the world. If, if you say his name three times, he shows up behind you and he's fucking somebody. <laughs> Oof. At least yeah. it's not me. I mean, unless you want it. I mean, you know, I don't discriminate. Geralt's yeah. great. Geralt's great. Number five, and again, completely <laughs> original. Steal questions. it from James Lipton. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> like, because already knows, like, am I? Yeah, man. You're like, are we best friends? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. Because I've had, I've had my own internal struggle with who or what um, God is. Yeah. And I would like him or her or it when I looked at him or her or it for them to say, yeah, man, you got it right. I am. This is me. That's awesome. I, I just want God to be a golden retriever. Yeah, that's it. just like that's what I want to see. Somebody <laughs> just come up and I'm like, oh, a nice, pleasant dog. That's God. Okay, great. I want, awesome. I want God to be the flying like Academy Award statues from Ocarina of Time. Ah, just <laughs> that's what I want. There you go. Oh man, we're all built in thoughts. that image. All right, so we've got uh, two more things, and they're both the last thing. They're both for real. The last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both the last thing. First and off, yeah, yeah. What would you like to plug? Secondly, Ooh. and more importantly, where's your favorite place to eat? Doesn't have to be in L.A. Could have a banger of a place in Alaska. Yeah. Anywhere. Okay. So as far as plug, um, there's just, there's something that I love about Loot Crate. Yeah, Um, dude. Us too. (laughs) There's uh, (laughs) the the company just in general, kind of like what it means to fans of all kinds. 
um, you know, whether you're a gaming fan, movie fan, a sports fan, or, you know, some amalgamation of the three in the crazy, wacky Venn diagram of fandoms. Um, but what I like to plug about Loot Crate is really regardless of what your fandom is or what you, you know, what you get off on, like, Loot Crate's going to have something for you yeah. from, like, a pop culture point of view, from a gaming point of view, um, you know, like I said, even sports at this point. So whether it's you're going to LootCrate.com and you're checking out the the various product lines that we have or you go to our YouTube channel, which is also just YouTube.com slash LootCrate, uh, we have a variety of theme videos that we've done in the past, um, you know, kind of like game show stuff. We create as much content as possible, yeah. um, whether it's physical content, you know, digital content, YouTube content, you know, uh, twitch.tv slash Loot Crate on Tuesdays as well. Um, whatever you're a fan of, like there's an opportunity for you to have some camaraderie with people that are fans of the same things that you are. That's what I love about Loot Crate. As much as Loot Crate, I know that we work with them, we promote them and stuff. Um, Living in L.A., which is a garbage town to me sometimes. Um, <laughs> a just going, a cesspool. Just, it is. Yep. Just everybody's trying to get those commercial auditions. Um, going home and finding, oh, finding I got a loot so crate and just fun. opening up and mm-hmm. just having awesome gaming. It's like it makes me honestly feel better oh, yeah. on that day it's, when it's I a, get it. It's the corniest thing in the world, but it's this little taste of Christmas every yeah, so it often. It really is. I'll, I'm going to tell you one quick anecdote because I thought it was something really important to me, and it happened early on in my in my tenure with Loot Crate. Um, I was riding on the Gold Line train into work. I didn't have a car at the time. Yep. And there was a gentleman uh, sitting a few seats down, uh, older gentleman, that I could see was wearing a bunch of our Loot Crate stuff from the previous month. Nice. Uh, but what I noticed first was... Um, he was wearing uh, a great deal of Marine Corps um, or uh, huh. Vietnam veteran mm-hmm. like, yeah, clothing. He had like a bomber jacket that had a bunch of like patches and medals yeah. on it. He had a hat with a bunch of patches and medals on it. And I have a lot of attachment. I have a lot of connection with the military, whether it's my family or my friends. And so I just felt inclined to walk up to this gentleman and say, um, you know, I want to thank you for your service. Uh, you know, I work at Loot Crate, the company that, uh, you know, he's wearing a James Bond um, T-shirt yeah. with like our paracord bracelet mm-hmm. and our spy watch. Yeah. And I said, I, I think it's really, really cool. Uh, and I wanted to say thank you for, you know, representing, um, you know, Loot Crate and for, for your service to our country. And this guy, who is probably in his 70s or in his 80s, he looks up at me and he just starts glowing. His eyes get just oh, wide. Man, that's like awesome. Pizzas. And he looks up at me and he goes, I want to thank you. <laughs> and I was like, what? The, what? This is not going the way that I thought. Yeah. And he said, I want to thank you because... Um, I had a very difficult, and I sat down next to this guy for the whole rest of the train ride, and he said I had a very difficult relationship with my son for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I bought my grandson just on a whim, because he likes games, I bought him a loot crate. And this was a few months ago, and he goes, now I talk with my family again. Yeah. Like, this that's is how um, I yes, bond. Yes, So that's he's fu- like, That's awesome. fucking awesome. So he's like, every month I go over to my son's house. We got our loot crates. I share it with my grandson. We both open our crates together. And that right there in a nutshell is what Loot Crate does. It's more than just the average fans like us getting cool shit that we like. It's literally like changing people's lives. I know yeah. that so sounds cliche. Great. No, it's awesome. Um, so that right there, and I'd only been working with Loot Crate for like four or five months at the time, yeah. and I was like, this is this is why this company is important. Awesome. That's um, so badass, dude. Far simpler uh, answer would be my favorite place to eat, Yeah, and it's Abricot in Pasadena. Don't know it. What is um, it? It's like an Asian-French fusion place. Okay. Um, they do... 
the the best pad thai I've ever had in my life. All right. Uh, pad CU, but they do some like funky French stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Like they do like croque madame, croque monsieur. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, it is incredible. The best, co- some of the best coffee. I love um, Vietnamese iced coffee. Mm-hmm. It's out of sight. So if you're in Pasadena and you want something kind of funky, but just absolutely out of sight, delicious, Abricot, it's like. Apricot, but with a B Abricot. in Pasadena. I'm probably going to eat there today. That's after awesome. This. Abricot. Abricot. There you go. It's yeah, very, man. very good. Nice. Holy shit. Josh. Josh, you were such a great guest. Dude, thank you, thank so, you so much, much for coming on the in, show, man. man. Thank you for I, driving from Pasadena to it was. It's a long haul over here from Pasadena. <laughs> uh, no, thanks Thanks so much for having me. Um, I love hanging out with, uh, with like-minded gentlemen mm-hmm. such as yourselves. Certainly better than hanging out with James Lipton. Whose <laughs> uh, tea sucks. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That guy. They don't serve that at, at Abercrombie. <laughs> no, they do not. But no, this this was really really awesome. I appreciate you guys uh, having me on, and uh, maybe uh, you know our paths will cross again someday. Here's hoping. Here's hoping, guys. Keith, Jesse, Josh, Josh. Secret of Mana, such a good game. Or mm-hmm. Secret of Mana, 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 Mana. Loot Crate. Check them out. They're fucking awesome. I mean, what else is there to say? This has been New Players Join. Goodbye. Time? Oh yeah, I was not subtle. I was subtle. <laughs> I was subtle. I kept being like, "You died in my video game last night," and she was like, "Stay the fuck away from me." He's like, "Do you think me. this is weird?" Goes in the woods with the stick. Yeah. <laughs>